Good afternoon and welcome to another episode in our podcast series, Beyond the Comfort Zone. We'd like to share Neil Donald Walsh's quote at the beginning of each of our episodes. And the quote says the following, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Today we have with us one of our recurring guests. I'd like to call him a recurring guest, even though he's just been on a couple of times, but we look forward to hearing lots of his very interesting stories. Uh, We're welcoming Dan to the podcast again. If you can recall in our second episode, An Immigrant Story, Dan shared his almost homelessness state, um, his story about being almost homeless when he first came to America with maybe less than $20 in his pockets. And yet, at this stage in his life, he could say truly that having stepped outside of his comfort zone, he has achieved a semblance of success. He's doing very well, I would say, as a cloud architect in a multi-billion dollar institution. So I'd say that is success. So let's welcome Dan once again to the podcast, and we look forward to him sharing with us some more of his interesting stories from the early days. Dan, welcome. Thank you. All right. So again, here we are here waiting with bated breath for one of your more interesting stories. I think one of them we spoke about was one point in your life when you first came here, you were looking for jobs. You would basically do just about anything, you know, to get honest work. So one of those was related to um, one very creative gentleman who offered you a job but he turned out to have been less than honorable less than a gentleman so let's hear about that one <laughs> yes sure um so yeah i i was uh, at mcdonald's uh in a, a line of folks uh, filling up employment applications i was hoping to get a job and um a fellow next to me uh, he started a conversation. He had the employment application in his hands also. And um, he said, uh, you know, hi. Um, we, had, we had some small talk. Uh, who are you? What, why, why are you looking for a job? And then, uh, and my English was not good for a long conversation. So mm-hmm. it was very uh, simple introduction. After which he said, well, come with me. I will offer you a better job. And... Um, it didn't occur to me to question him um, in the sense that uh, why is the guy who is in a position to offer me a job is actually in line looking for one. But uh, <laughs> uh, point. I, <laughs> I was very trusting those days and uh, very naive. And so we went and he explained on the way that um, uh, he had a car actually and, and he he explained on the way that uh, his uncle owns uh, a little restaurant and I can wash dishes there. I said, sure, great. So we came in, um, he chatted with the guy, um, pointed at me, the guy said, okay, never. <laughs> and um, he came back to me and said, um, you know, good news, uh, you can get a job that, but uh, my uncle wants a security deposit because you know you will be handling silverware, you can steal it. Um, 
I said, well, how much? He said, well, how much you you got? And I said, well, I may have $20 on me. And he said, uh, okay, well, that's good. Oh, maybe it was 10 actually. I, I don't remember. <laughs> so <laughs> I may have the lower the amount I actually had to, to, to just in case. So um, he said, give it to me, that's fine. So I gave it to him. He uh, pretended to go back to his quote-unquote uncle and uh, <laughs> and uh, deposit it and said, okay, you are all set. And he sat down with me at the table. Then uh, he saw a uh, traffic cop issuing the tickets. And he <laughs> said, um, well, you know, I, I may have parked in the legal spot. Let me run. I run out, repark my car, I will be right back. I said, okay. So, and uh, needless to say, he never came back. I sat there for probably close to an hour and uh, I realized that I have been had and uh, I went to the guy who was supposed to be an uncle and I said well uh, this guy said uh, you have a job for me and the guy said uh, no uh, there is no such thing I don't know who who that fell for me you are and I certainly don't have a job for you so I apologized and went out and then I was uh, considering you know how to react to that but um, I I was in awe I was really in awe about how natural uh, his performance was and uh, I figured um, uh, that was good that was that was worth my money even <laughs> even when that was maybe half of all the money I had that was that was worth my money I had a front row seat to brilliant performance because he could uh, plan for example the cops coming by but he used the he used that opportunity uh, very very so yeah that was a, a performance that was a lesson in uh, in fun and perception and you know just being light a little bit lighter i'm usually very serious <laughs> but that was that was a light moment so, so that was indeed a ten dollar ticket to a live performance i would call that priceless <laughs> I, I would agree i would definitely and, agree yes and, and what was so intriguing is how talented this guy was to seize the opportunity you know, of seeing the traffic cop <laughs> handing out tickets and just use it as an opportunity to, to, to escape. I wonder what he would have done had that not that situation not presented itself to him. <laughs> very, very, I'm sure he'd find some other creative way <laughs> to escape. He would, yeah. He had no problem improvising. Yeah. He had no problem. That, that is a, a special skill. That was another lesson, actually. That, uh, you know, improvisation is uh, yeah. probably an underrated uh, skill. We have to algorithms and uh, training and preparation. But uh, in older days, uh, um, some traditions compared themselves to thieves. And the right. idea was that thieves may know how to improvise. Uh, right. In particular, uh, in Sufism, uh, they yeah. often compare themselves to to thieves, and they said, mm-hmm. if you want to be a Sufi, you first you know, have to learn to to be a thief, or, or just right. start your inner thief, so to speak. <laughs> most most definitely. But, you know, I mean, it's, it really is a lesson in, in agility as well, but isn't that what agility is about, being able to to respond with changing conditions and just respond quickly so that's that's what he did um 
<laughs> and, and another thing that I found uh, interesting and commendable is that you were able to turn that situation around in 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 terms of how you perceived it and how you viewed it. Right, a lot of times when things happen to us, we feel like we've been had or you know we've been targeted for whatever reason. We sometimes tend to be sorry for ourselves and say, "Oh my goodness, why did this happen to me? How could this happen to me?" But instead, you took the other, the other um, perspective where you found the humor in it. Sometimes we have to laugh at ourselves. And you also found a lesson in it. So that was a good thing. And again, a, a valuable tool in moving forward, moving beyond adversity. And you know, as you talk about moving beyond our comfort zones. So thank you so much for sharing that story. There's one other story that I'd like you to tell. Not as funny as this, but funny nonetheless. But it also reflected again, you know, where from where you came to where you are today, and just shows that just being, uh, per, you know, persistent and and pushing through all the challenges is what really allows you to live life to the fullest. So, if you could tell us a little bit about your story, I call it "Nights at the Library." There is "Nights at the Museum." This is "Light Nights at the Library." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I um. Uh, in those days, I was just uh, looking for places to stay, and I already ran, ran out of some choices, such as uh, the dormitory where they already knew me and wouldn't allow me in, and um, uh, the subway that I didn't like very much. I spent one night there, so I, it occurred to me that if I just go to the library and I uh, uh, take a book. And I pretend to have fallen asleep. <laughs> just maybe, um, you know, I can I can just stay there, and there is a restroom, and there are chairs, and that that would be pretty good. Um, and if I'm caught, I'm caught. So I fell asleep. I'm one of those students that fell asleep. But uh, one one issue was that they may have saved me actually in the long run was that I didn't know that uh, daylight saving time uh, was uh, was about to change. And so I came one hour ahead of time, but really I came just a few minutes before the closing. And um, they looked at me strange and they marked me. I didn't know that. So I came in, I followed my plan, I got a book, I pretended to fall asleep. And then they, they were looking for me and they found me. And they were questioning me and, you know, what happened. And I said, um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I just needed to study and somehow I was tired. And um, I asked them, would you, uh, would you make a record of, of, of this violation? Would it be reported to police? And he said, well, we will make internal record because we have to explain staying over time half an hour for you. But it, but it wouldn't be a police. And he said, you are lucky we found you because if we didn't find there, there isn't an emotion detectors. You would have set an alarm. Wow. Uh, alarm would have actually create a uh, an incident with police police would have come so um i guess uh, i don't know maybe maybe i had some angels uh, <laughs> watching for me but my my foolishness was was supplemented by by some uh, dumb luck <laughs> almost definitely yeah so that that thank you for sharing that again lessons learned right uh who knew that they had uh alarm set up to, to detect motion at night. I didn't know that. 
but yep. you know again i have to say that you know looking back at that those days and looking at where you are now really puts everything into perspective and i think every challenge that we go through it helps to build our character it it, it shapes the person that we are today and you know even in difficulties it it causes us i think to be more empathetic to treat people as people because here you are a guy with so much potential brilliant person but if somebody were to just see you in those situations back then they would just pass over you and thinking oh this is just another person who's you know doesn't have the wherewithal or you know is homeless or or whatever labels they would want to put on you and that's why it is so important to see people as people and again as i shared you know in in an earlier podcast um the one thing that i admire so much about you is that you do just that you see people for who they are and not what they look like and not their circumstances so just want to thank you so much for that sharing those stories dan any final thoughts before we close this podcast <laughs> yeah i agree i i definitely agree and when i was um when i was uh, in those times i dealt with people uh that from all walks of life and you never know who will help you you never know yeah. who will save you and uh they may not be who you think uh, um your people are they may be different color they may be different uh, social status they may have different education they may have different iq right. none of that matter you know i i have been helped by by um uh home attendants who would cheat on their uh, <laughs> employers and feed me uh yeah, I may have been held by all kinds of people and some people pretty much saved my life uh, um people that I may not have noticed uh, otherwise and another thought is that of course admiration is mutual charmaine and um that uh, uh woman uh, a friend of mine that we talked about earlier uh she mentioned how poised and graceful your um uh black coworker uh, lady is and uh how she admires uh so many women of color who are just as poised and graceful as her she mentioned Michelle Obama and so on and uh I think you are one of them and and I really really admire you and what you what you are doing and I really value our friendship. I I am flattered. Thank you so much for that very high compliment. I just do my best to improve upon myself each each time, you know, unlike you, I I try to take lessons from every situation, even the difficult ones. So again, you know, thank you for sharing your stories. I'm sure we'll meet again on this podcast sharing more interesting stories but again let me repeat life begins at the end of our comfort zone so i encourage everyone who's listening to push past the barriers you know whether they may be um psychological or physical or or any other kind of barriers that would prevent you from exploring other to move ahead or or to understand people and with that we will end for the day and just want to say thank you so much once again thank you take care bye bye